does them all in it. First name Terrence, last name Bennett, and it's not a gimmick. It's just me being you, me. That's that T E N T. It's just me being you, me. That's that T E N T. Yeah. T E N T. Yeah. T E N T. Each and every one of you, this is TNT Sports Podcast, episode number 33. Now, you all know I have the site segment on my show, so today I'm going to base this whole episode on the 10 and 4 New Orleans Saints. Who that? So I have a fellow, yeah, so I have a fellow Saints fan and fellow Alabama native um, with me this morning that we're going to have a discussion about the Saints. So my guest is one of the three hosts of Area 21, the Underground Takedown Podcast. And comedian Art Wilson, aka King Friday. So, Art, can you tell my listeners about yourself? Yo, what's good? What's good? What's good to TNT Sports Podcast listeners? Uh, first, I want to shout out to you, Mr. Terrence Bennett, for you know what I'm saying, inviting me on. You know what I'm saying? We've been talking about doing this for a minute. We finally get it done. So, shout out to you. Um, for me, you know what I'm saying? I'm King Friday, aka AJ Wilson. Um, I'm one third of the Area 21 the Underground Takedown podcast. Um, you said I was a comedian. That's funny though, because I don't even consider myself a comedian. You know what I'm saying? That'd just be funny when I got to, I guess. But um, I'm just a regular schmegler dude. You know what I'm saying? From 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 Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Just like you. You know what I'm saying? We from Alabama, trying to prove people wrong, because they think we all Bamas and we slow, so we doing big things. Right. And uh, of course, I'm a you know what I'm saying? I'm a Saints fan. So who that? Who that? Alright, and I had a million on here not too long ago. She a, a, a fellow member, co-host as well with Area 21 Podcast. She a Saints fan too. So you know how that go. But, yeah, uh, shout out to, to A Million, shout out to Black Butterfly Mother, two co-hosts. Yeah, shout out to them. So we finna go and jump into it, man, cause we know we got some people mad out there right now. Cause we proved them wrong. But oh, yeah. we're finna go and get it too. So King Friday, did you predict this season would be the successful? Honestly, no, man. No, I didn't, because, you know, we started off, and we had them two losses, and, you know, I was just like, you know what I'm saying, let's just, and, like, when, when we when we do bad, I'm, I'm not one of the people that jump off and shit, but when we do bad, I just be like, you know what I'm saying, let's just finish the season over 500. Even if we don't make the playoffs, let's finish over 500. I don't want to be like, you know what I'm saying, the, the Giants and the, 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 the 49ers, the, you know, have a two and, two and eight record, shit like that, like, you know what I'm saying, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know at the, at the beginning of the season when the Saints lost uh, the first two games, I was like, ain't how you start, is how you finish. So I was with them. I, I had a feeling it was their year because their defense was right. It just had to build up. So I don't know, man. They doing pretty good right now. We proving a lot of people wrong. Uh, so, 
So what what do you think of the running back duo, Mark Ingram and rookie Alvin Kamara? Seen nothing like it either. And uh, with Adrian Peterson, what you thought about that whole situation? Right before preseason, he got picked up, and then like after the second or third game, they let him go. Honestly, when I when I first heard it, I was um, you know I was excited because we had a veteran, and you know even though the the offense wasn't like our, our weakness, I was like you know we got a, we got a veteran running back in there, somebody that'll help help carry the load with with, uh, with Mark Ingram. I was excited about it, but then I, you know, I watched his performance in the first couple of games, and it wasn't, you know, Adrian Peter Peterson esque. He wasn't breaking, you know, what I'm saying running 30, 40 yard runs like Adrian Peterson did with the Vikings. So I was a little disappointed in him, and you know, so I, you know, I, I was excited at first. I thought it was a good look, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I wasn't happy with it at first. I mean, like I said, not to take nothing away from Adrian Peterson, he a good running back. I just didn't feel like he would fit with our system. So, I, Kyrie, no, I, another, yeah, go ahead. No, I mean, to you but another thing that, you know what I'm saying, I noticed afterwards, and a lot of you hear, you hear a lot of commentators and a lot of a lot of people talking about it is the fact that, you know what I'm saying, Adrian Peterson is, he's just a running back. You know what I'm saying? He's not he's not that, you know, that, that, that threat, that dual threat running back where he's good at passing, I mean, you know, catching. He's not a good receiving running back. He doesn't pick up blocks good. Not good for protection. He's just a straight up running back. But you know, we got Kamara back there, Mark Ingram. They know how to pick up a blitz. They know how to block. They know how to catch. They know how to run. Alvin Kamara, his yaks, his yards after contact, got to be crazy this season. You know what I'm saying? Mark Ingram, his his yards after contact got to be crazy too. So yeah, them them boys. And ultimately, I I, I, I respect the decision to let AP, uh, AP go where he's on. And you know what I'm saying? He was out there as the Cardinals, and he really ain't did nothing for them. So. Yeah. Yeah, the first couple of games he did pretty good, but he had on neck injury now, something like that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, right. Plus he old. I mean, no, no shade to him, but you know what I'm saying. He, he's a veteran in the league, and you know what I'm saying. And rightfully so, you know what I'm saying. He, he, he get what he do. He can sit on the bench all season and get paid the veteran, uh, veteran now. Yeah, yeah. yeah all right. And what, what do you think about the whole Sean Payton his situation when they walking on the sideline? Um, I think he was arguing with Sean Payton. Cause Sean Payne turned around like, who you talking to? Oh, with AP and uh, Sean Payne? Yeah. I honestly don't even remember it. Like, I didn't even hear nothing about it. But, I mean, I've always looked at Sean Payne as one of them coaches you just, like, he's one of them stern-faced coaches. Well, like, if you just see him during the game, he don't really show emotion as far as his face. He looks kind of like a Bill Belichick. Like, his face always, he always got that same face unless he's yelling or something. Yeah. So, I mean, but... If you're new to the team, I don't care if you're a better or not. If you come in like that, that just sends a bad lookout all over. So it's just like, you know what I'm saying? Handle that in the locker room. Somewhere where you know it ain't going to be all over the place. Even if it wasn't that serious. But, I mean, he gone now, so it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. But Sean Payne showed his face against the Falcons last week when he went on that field, though. Oh, yeah. And that cost him 25 racks, didn't it? Like 10, 10K. 
Oh, ten, ten, ten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, got, they got him and Pete Carroll, like him and Pete Carroll for the same amount, ten, ten k. <clears throat> that's chump chain, man. But um, yeah, that's, that's like that's flirty money, man. But anyway, uh, now wide receiver Michael Thomas, he joins Odell Beckham Jr. as one of the only players, well, as the only player in the NFL history to make have these ninety catches in the first two seasons in the NFL. Now, Michael been doing his thing last season, but this year he cranked it up a little bit, even harder. What's your thoughts on Michael Thomas? He kind of reminds me of Marcus Coleman, if you ask me. Oh, man, Coastal. he's awesome. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to can't guard Mike. Yeah. Uh, but he's, a, he's, a, he's definitely a good asset for uh, for the offense. And you can actually tell that, you know what I'm saying, him and, him and Drew Brees, they, they, they got a rhythm with each other because no matter no matter what, what situation, especially in third and longs, like Drew Brees kind of trusts him to make that, make them catches, and he makes catches. You know what I'm saying? Like no other wide receiver, he catches them, and you don't even know he caught it. He, he can throw it to him in a, in a tight spot, he gonna catch it. You can throw it to him on a slant, he gonna catch it. You can throw it to him long, he gonna catch it. On the on the on the, on the far outs, he gonna catch it. Like, and you know what I'm saying? Even if he even if he double teamed this shit, he just catches it. So you know what I'm saying? I like the fact that they do look like they have a like they got a rhythm going. They got a rapport with each other, and you know what I'm saying. It's he, he doing great. He, he's doing great, and hopefully, you know what I'm saying, because the Saints are infamous for having like star players, and we kind of let them go. Like the last couple of tight ends we had, uh, amazing tight ends, and you know what I'm saying, uh, Watson and and, uh, and Graham. Yeah. So I don't want I don't want, but I, hopefully, you know what I'm saying, the way that the rhythm that. Uh, Michael Thomas and Drew Brees got together that, you know, that'll 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 mean something to the organization and they'll keep him, you know what I'm saying? Pre- pre- hopefully make him a, a franchise uh, franchise wide receiver. Because like the things he's doing this season especially, like you can count on him in third 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 and long situations. You can just count on him to make good catches. Yeah, to make, you know what I'm saying? He don't he don't drop a lot. You know, he, he catches them when he needs to catch them, man. You know what I'm saying? I respect him for that. So hopefully you know what I'm saying? That, that sounds stupid. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to him. Like, he, he, he's, he's honestly one of my favorite players this season besides Alvin Kamara. Yeah. And people thought we was down and out when Brandon Cooks left to go to the Patriots. You know what I'm saying? Right. I was, I, I was one of them people. I was a little disappointed. I was like, dang. You know what I'm saying? Because there was a lot behind him being a young, a young new receiver. And, you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's the business part of football. And, you know what I'm saying? A lot of things we may not see. Yeah. Going behind the scenes, I mean behind behind the scenes and stuff. So yeah, from what I'm told, we, he got, was, we got Mike Thomas now, so I'm good. Yeah, because from what I told, he was ready. To, he wanted to go on his own. He wanted to leave and go to the Patriots. So that's on him. But uh, also, man, Ted Ginn Jr. making a lot of noise too, and I had the pleasure of talking to him not too long ago as well. So he doing his thing, man. People worry about him because he yeah. when he was in Carolina, he didn't catch a lot of balls, but he was making some big plays this year. Yeah, he did make a, a, a couple of big plays, and that was something when I was uh, watching one of his last games. We talked about I think it was the, it might have been the Rams game. Yeah. Um, it was either the Rams game or the Vikings game where he where he where he put up some good numbers, and the, everybody was talking about you know the old Ted again. Everybody knew Ted again for being like supposedly this great receiver, but he dropped everything. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Most of these games he's been showing up, and he's been catching them right when you need them too. He's been a, he's been a, he's been a good clutch receiver in, in, in a lot of cases. Cause he is a veteran, so yeah, he's doing, he doing the same too. Yeah, cause that Falcon game, he caught one that took knocked, they knocked him out of breath. He caught it, he kept, he kept holding on to it though. So oh, yeah. that was a big play, man. But he scared me during preseason, cause he missed a wide open pass a couple times. Nobody around him, he just missed it. I was like, oh man, 
Like Marshawn Lattimore, man, is what we needed on the defensive side of the ball. Coming, coming to help vets like my guy Cam Jordan, Kenny Vaccaro, Raphael Bush, Delvin Bros, who who's out on injury, um, etc. How do you how you feel about uh, how he's contri- contributing to the defense? Oh, I'm, 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 I'm definitely pleased with it, um, especially like you said, like you mentioned, uh, Bro is out on, uh, on 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 injury right now, and that's like that's one of my favorite defensive players. Just his story alone. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, it's just amazing, and then the things that he was doing, and Marshawn Lattimore is, is basically doing, you know, what I'm saying he's doing what he's supposed to be doing in that position, like especially uh, what was the game, uh, the game last uh, uh, last night where it was, uh, well, yesterday, Jets, and you know he was on, um, who was he guarding? Who was he guarding yesterday? Uh, um, I don't care. I can't even think of who he was guarding. Uh, I don't know none of the players, but it was uh, yeah. whoever the Jets like they. Uh, I think it was Anderson, whoever their wide receiver is, the like skinny dude with the with the, with the blonde dreads. I think it was Anderson, yeah. but he was guarding him. He was supposed to be like the main target, and you know Lattimore was putting it to him. He was giving him that work. He was, you know, what I'm saying he wasn't getting burnt. He was he was putting in that work. So I'm definitely proud of him. And the only thing, and it ain't been that much. But especially with our secondary, even bro, as good as he is, and penalties, man, the, 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 the penalties, and then when we let that, when we let that open space get in that secondary, our secondary is way better than it was, you know what I'm saying, in previous years. But you know what I'm saying, they're doing a whole lot better, which is why we've been winning games. That's another part. Like we got a high score offense, which ain't never really been Probably. not the case, especially with Drew Ray, Drew Brees. We can we can we can score all day. Yeah. But that defense and that secondary, like, and so Marshawn Lattimore actually being in that position now and doing a good job to to the to the effect that where we are winning games and it's been a, a large part because of our defense. Like last night, the Jets got within reach, and then we ended up intercepting towards the end, which is a big thing, you know what I'm saying? And Cam Jordan, my goodness. My, that dude. Else. I want to clone him and make like five of him, <laughs> get like two a little bit smaller than him, have them as like Russian linebackers. Oh, man. Yeah, that's my guy. We need a secondary, because that, that dude gets back there in like 1.5 seconds. Yeah, he, he don't play, man. Um, yeah, he he making a lot of noise this year too, man. Um, he getting nominated for the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year award too. So congrats to him. He shot the cam. Yeah. Um, yes, yes, it, yes. Definitely, definitely. Uh, congrats to him. I know you. You know what I'm saying? I seen him gave, uh, gave the podcast a shout out. Oh yeah. So he, he a good he a good dude all around. I see a lot of the stuff he's doing. Yeah, that's my dude. So shout man. Out to him. Yeah, what you thought about that whole Marshawn Lattimore thing when um, Evans hit it from the back when they played the Bucks when they played the Bucks? Jameis Winston started that situation. Remember that? I do not remember. You don't remember that? You used honestly, to honestly, like, because you know the other thing is, remember I'm up here in New York, so oh, you I don't that? see all of the games. That's why it sucks up here. Is because I don't see all of the uh, the games. Because I don't, for one, I don't have direct TV, so I don't got Sunday ticket. And then my oh. Fire Stick be BSing me. Oh man! So I don't see all of the Saints games. I'm about to send you that link. You gotta see that, man. I'm gonna send it to yeah. you. I'm gonna send you that link. Oh, I'm gonna send it to you later on. But anyway, man. But yeah, it was crazy, man. 
uh, James Winston was pushing the back of his head, and this got messy, man. Evans came and hit him in the back because Marshawn about to fight him, so it was a it was a little situation. But Evans got fined. I think he got suspended one game for it. But I see, I, I and see, I remember, I remember that whole part because I was talking to my cousin. My cousin, and a Bucks fan, and we, we was, you know, what I'm saying we was talking about it, but I didn't actually see what happened. And all I, I remember when uh, I remember when Mike Evans got uh, got suspended for the game. So I, and I didn't really even one paying attention. I didn't put two and two together and realize it was because something that happened at the game when they played the Saints. But yeah, send me that link so I can see it. Oh, yeah, I'll send it to you. All right, this, this is what I've been wanting to talk to you about for a minute now. See how the Saints get a chance to play the Falcons again on Christmas Eve and here in New Orleans at Superdome. I say it's going to be a big payback because that, that game in Atlanta was fluked to me in my eyes. What you think? Man, listen, I hate the Falcons with a passion. <laughs> I got friends as Falcons fans, and on that day, we hate each other. Yeah. It's like, it's almost like a Tuskegee, Alabama State type thing. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> So it's like, you know what I'm saying? I, I that game, that game really made me sick. And and, and and right after that game, you reminded me. That's when you hit me and you was like 17 days. And I was like, you right. And then one of my friends, one of my friends, she a diehard Falcons fan. She hit me up on Snapchat talking about, uh, you okay? I'm just checking on you. You know talking, talking, man. I hit her, I just hit her back with 17 days. Right. Don't worry about it. Because when the Falcons come to the Dome, everybody knows the, the Superdome is. It's one of the hardest places to play in. Yeah. And we on a we on a we on a rampage right now. The same we on a rampage. The Falcons gonna do what the Falcons do best, and that's choke at the end of the season. Yeah, Sean Pace gonna, did. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Most of the most of the time we go one and one with each other in the in the, in the for the for the uh every season. You know what I'm saying? Every season we might we pretty much go one and one. Unless, you know, one team or the other just complete flat out sucks, but even then it's still that rivalry game where it's like winner, winner, winner go home. Yeah, I don't know how true it is. I'm not true it, but they said one of the um, old Falcon players was the one of the referees for that I game. Saw that, I saw that too. I don't know if that's fake news or not, but I, I ain't gonna put it past nobody because you know what I'm saying. That game was too close for comfort like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. There's a lot of mistakes we made on defense and stuff like that. We could have avoided being in that in that situation. So you know, but it's any given Sunday type stuff. But all I know is on uh, on Christmas Eve. It's, it's going down. They'll be the best Christmas it's present ever, man. <laughs> I wish you. I wish I was you, cause you close to the action. You ain't oh. even gotta go to the game, and it's gonna be it's gonna be lit. Yeah, I mean, I, know. I'll be at home. That's the other thing about that thing. Like that's why I really do see it as like a you know what I'm saying, almost like a Tuskegee Alabama State. It's a it's a true rivalry. Yeah, yeah. Where it's it's just gonna be a good time, but at the same time, it's gonna be it's gonna be some realness going on, cause we. And then the other thing, like we we four, five, and six in the uh, I don't know if that changed already because I don't know if it's still the same. But oh well, well it can't change yet because uh, the Falcons play tonight. I need them and the Bucks to lose. Yeah. I don't know if we can make that happen. I don't know if a tie, how a tie would affect it, but I hope they get a tie because we four, five, and we four, five, and six, and um, you know in the, in the in the NFC South or in the NFC overall. So it's this game is a, a must win. For both of us, really, for the Saints and the Falcons, but you know, I'm with the Saints all day. Yeah, and I mean, like I said, people hit me up talking trash about that, but at the end of the day, we still got a Super Bowl, man. Possibly going our way to another Super Bowl, so they don't have one yet. They choked when they had the opportunity to do it against the Patriots last year, so. 28 to 3. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, but that's Tom Brady, though. Yeah. But that's the other thing about it, though. Like, I, I do not like the Falcons, but I'm going to give them their props. They lost a twenty-eight to three. They lost a twenty-eight to three lead 
to Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. If anybody watching the NFL knows, you can't beat Tom Brady <laughs> in the Super Bowl. Especially if you seen that still that still in Patriots game last night. Yo, but I think they like you said. I think they choked, man. Because I already know if the Saints yeah, up, if the Saints if the Saints up that score, man, because they started to relax, get relaxed, man. That's Tom Brady. You can't yeah. never. I don't care if you have one hundred to zero. <laughs> you better you better play all the way to the buzzer ring, yeah, uh, right. Tom Brady. Oh, I, I, I am not disputing the fact that the Falcons did what the Falcons normally do. They just did it in the whole game. Normally, they choke over the course of the end of the season. Yeah. They did a good job that season, and then got to the game and choked after halftime. Yeah, we ain't gonna never let them live that down because people walk around with shirts on that saying they jump black yeah. and gold shirts saying that. Yeah, that's that's what that's, that's what's gonna happen in the sports world. You you make that major blunder, and it's gonna be forever immortalized. Like that's gonna end up in the NFL Hall of Fame some kind of way. Like some part of it, just like they got, just like the Saints got that uh got that statue of uh, Buddy blocking that blocking that punt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gonna, that, yeah, exactly. Like, when you do something, it's gonna get immortalized. There's gonna be a bronze twenty-eight to three statue. Probably in, probably being erected in uh, in Foxborough right now. Yeah, big shout out to Stephen Gleason, man. <laughs> if you don't know about that, you need to read that story. If you're a true slate fan, you'll know about that. I'm just saying. So another question, I saw you. I posted something on Instagram one time about uh, bandwagoners or people just jumping over to an IR team. He's like, we don't need nobody else. It was like a, a permission slip or something like that. He was like, we don't need nobody else. So we'll, you know, bandwagoners coming. How you feel about bandwagoners? Bandwagoners don't do what they do anyway, but all I got to say about them people is, you know, they, 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 if you ain't, if you ain't been a Saints fan long enough to where ain't nobody called you an Aints fan, yeah. or if you don't remember, like, I'm not, I'm not that old, but I, I remember watching Saints games and seeing, like, they used to have the games where the people were wearing paper bags on their head. <laughs> the Saints suck. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But I've all like I know for a fact I've been a Saints fan since like the early nineties. Yeah. A guy by the name of Willie Whitehead, he is from Tuskegee, Alabama, my hometown. He played for the Saints. And so like he was the first person that I ever knew that, you know, that I could relate to that played in the NFL. Like that was a professional football player. Like later on in life, we had you know we had people like Frank Walker. Shout out to Frank, but he didn't play for the Saints. But I was already a Saints fan just because I had met this dude that was from my hometown that played for a team I could relate to him. So I was like, I'm a root for his team because he's from where I'm from. Yeah, that's how I became a Saints fan. So you know what I'm saying? I didn't care whether they was winning or losing. All I knew is that dude from my hometown plays for that team, so I rocked with him. So if you know what I'm saying, if you ain't been around, if you ain't been around for years, don't jump on the bandwagon. Yeah. <laughs> if you listen, put it like this: we got one Super Bowl ring, and we proud as hell of it. Yeah. If you won the fan before that, we don't want you. <laughs> so yeah. Jump on now. Yeah, the Deuce McAllister days, the Aaron Brooke days, right. all them days, Reggie man. Reggie Bush days. Yeah. Draft Reggie Bush. Yeah. Even though Reggie Bush did, <laughs> even though Reggie Bush did get popped one time in Philly, though, <laughs> with Philly play, where they play Philly. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Dang, I gotta watch that again. That was crazy. But he, you know, he finna retire the Saints. He wanna retire the Saints, so we we'll see how that go. I think, I think, I think they already made an official. Uh, they kind of alluded to it. I, I seen the Saints posting some stuff today. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Just, so they might have, they might have already made an official. Probably with like some, at some point today. Yeah. I saw, uh, I saw him posting uh, like a little highlight video. Um, you know what I'm saying? Saying. 
pretty much like started the same year, ended the same, so something like that. So I think they might already, you know what I'm saying, announce it. I don't know if they're gonna do like some formal probably at the next game. Yeah, I'm sure that. I'm sure they'll do something for him. they probably do something, have like a little thing for him. We'll see. I'm sure they will, though. He did play his part in the Super Bowl and winning. Um, but, yeah, so, and also, man, what you think, what would another Super Bowl win do for this, uh, who that nation? What you think that'll do for us? Honestly, like, I, you know, if, if, we, if we win or when we win another Super Bowl, and hopefully we can do it um, within the next couple of seasons because, Drew Brees is, you know, he's 38 years old. Yeah. He's, he's already pretty much like the number three quarterback in NFL history, kind of, sort of. Yeah. In terms of, like, Manning. Well, not, you know, not in history, history, but he's in the top five in history as far as stats, especially when it comes to him, uh, Manning, and Brady, and probably Brett Favre. Like, you know what I'm saying? Them, 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 them three or four people, they're interchangeable when it comes to a lot of who's in the top of certain stats and stuff. Consecutive stars, passing yards, 3,000, you know, all these large, lofty goals that, you know what I'm saying, it takes years in the league to do. So hopefully we can get, you know what I'm saying, we can get another ring before one, he retires. Um, and then also to kind of solidify the organization, you know what I'm saying, to put people in a, in a place where they know, like, all right, start respecting them as a, as a solid team. Because you got all these old teams in the league where everybody just, like, they just dynasty overall where it's like, oh, like the Green Bay Packers, like, they've been around for forever. They're like, they're before the NFL even existed. They got a hell of rings because they've been there since the first one. Like, the first Super Bowl had them in it because it wasn't but them and a couple other people playing. You know? So, you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of the thing that people will hold against the Saints is, oh, y'all only got one ring. Okay, but the Falcons have zero. <laughs> right. The, you know what I'm saying? A bunch of teams have zero. But I think that second ring, especially with the with the with the with the personnel that we have, will really solidify. And then that'll also put Drew Brees into a whole different conversation because Drew Brees is respected, but everybody still looks at him like, Oh, you only have one ring. Even though you broke every single record in the book and you're in the top five in every category when it comes to a quarterback, you only got one ring. So in, in terms of, you know what I'm saying, just solidifying everything and basically bringing another level of respect is, you know, getting them, getting, getting them boys a second ring, man. Sean Payton, you know what I'm saying, need a second ring. Everybody around there needs a second ring. So Yo, why not, man? Alvin Kamara need one. The rookie season, you win a, you get rookie of the year and a Super Bowl ring. Mark Ingram get a ring. Everybody, Cam Jordan get another ring. Everybody get, like... It's, it, it'll be a, it'll be a win for everybody. It'll it'll do a lot of positive. I don't I don't see no negative that can come from us winning another Super Bowl, especially if we did it this year. Yeah. This year will be a great year to do it because it wouldn't be a cakewalk Super Bowl. It wouldn't be like oh we skated through the playoffs. So we've been playing hard. We've been playing some good teams. We played the Rams. They got the number one scoring offense, and we put up numbers. We had that amazing game against the Redskins where we. You know, came back from what, like twenty down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I was scared so, that game. Then this year would be an amazing year to do it, especially, especially with, a, with every, you know everything that's going on in the league. If we won one this year, this would, that would be amazing. So I think it would be all positive for us. Yeah, and back back to when they played the Redskins, that game was crazy because I, I went out that weekend and I had friends in town, and it was so many Washington fans down talking trash and. We taking over New Orleans. We taking over New Orleans. So I actually got into a little, you know, argument with one of them. But I mean, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't talk a lot, man. Not not bragging wise, but they bragging. We taking over the city. I'm like, man, y'all know where y'all live, man. Y'all gonna keep, keep y'all mouth shut. 
You can't talk about the Saints, man. Even the old women go swing their purse at you. You say something about them Saints, man. Oh yeah, <laughs> they don't play. And the crazy thing about it is, a lot of people don't know. It's a lot of people in New Orleans that's bandwagon fans because right. a lot of people in New Orleans wasn't New Orleans Saints fans when the Saints before before pre Super Bowl pre Katrina. A lot of people in New Orleans was not Saints fans. Right. Yeah. They was, you know, a lot of people were Green Bay Packers fans, and that's because they listen to Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you know what I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying. But now, you go to New Orleans, you go, you go to New Orleans on a, on a Sunday, and don't let it be a game at the at, at, at the Superdome. Man, hold downtown, black jerseys and white jerseys. That's all you see. Exactly. Number nine, ninety four. Black and gold Sunday. Yeah, I'm telling you, man, it's a good feeling though, man. I love it. All the bars be packed, the Superdome be rocking. Man, it's crazy, it's man. It's beautiful, bro. It's a, it, I got a homegirl. She's a, she a Saints fan, too. She lives in Mobile. And almost every Sunday, like, they, they got a little group that just ride in New Orleans just to go, you know, hit a little bar and, you know, watch the game at the bar. Like, not even going to the game, but that's something that's on my bucket list. Like, I've been to one Saints game in my in my life. I went we played the Giants up here, I think, last year. Um, and I like I was like the only Saints fan in a seat full of Giants fans, and I held my own. Even though we lost that game, yeah. I held my own. But on my bucket list is to get to New Orleans for a Saints game. Even if I don't go to the game, I want to be in New Orleans and you know what I'm saying, be on Bourbon or somewhere, be on Canal or somewhere, you know, watching the game, just being a part of the atmosphere because it's a party atmosphere, man. It's a beautiful experience. So I definitely, that's definitely on my list of things to do. Oh yeah, we can, we can definitely make that happen, man. Ain't a problem. <laughs> You already know I'm gonna hit you up if I come down here. Oh yeah, man, it's lit, man. Um, you the connect. <laughs> I get that. I get that a lot, man. I man, get that a lot, man. man. Listen, if y'all listen to, to all of these people, all of your all of your people listening, if y'all not really paying attention to what uh, what Terry be posting, y'all pay attention. to This man is, is, the, is the connect. This man know everybody that plays for every team in New Orleans. He know everybody. He know people that. Everywhere, this man can connect. So you know what I'm saying. If I'm coming to New Orleans, you you gonna be in the top five people that I let know that I'm coming down <laughs> the next time I'm down. Yeah, and also I, I met Drew Brees for the first time last week, man. He was cool, man. So big shout, to Drew Brees. Yeah, I saw Building, building like an all-inclusive uh, playground for yeah, yeah, yeah. Facilities and stuff this past weekend, and so he's a um he's a Walter Payton Man of the Year award recipient. That's why he got that fire fire that fire patch on his on his jersey this season. Yeah. Um, so yeah, shout out shout out to him because you know what I'm saying. Shout out to Cam Jordan, like you said. He uh he had nominated for it this year. He deserved it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, shout out shout out to him because you know what I'm saying. Shout out to Cam Jordan like you said. He uh he had nominated for it this year. He deserved it. Yeah. Um, I thought Martin, Martin Ingram gave me a, uh, a little love on Twitter, man. It just it's, it's coming, man. The, the, all that stuff coming, man. I, I, got, I know people, man. I know a little about it. <laughs> but yeah, man. The Sports Podcast gonna be broadcasting live from the Pelicans and the Saints game in a in a media suite. Hey. Get your press pass and stuff ready. Y'all gonna see him on the field. I'm be. 
trying to make my way down there just so I can ride the coattail into the game. Hey, that's the goal, man. Told people they better, they better rock with me now. Don't wait till later. <laughs> Tell it. Hey, I got the wristbands on deck. Yeah, yeah. I got no, yeah, he got no wristband. Y'all better holler at me. <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, we probably made that hell my did last year for some people, so. <laughs> yeah, man. But I appreciate you, man, for coming on, man, talking science football with me, man. Um, you want to give anybody any shout out, anything on King Friday? Oh yeah, man. Uh, first, definitely shout out, thank you, thank you so much, you know what I'm saying, invite me on, this is, like I said, you know what I'm saying, it's been, a, it's been a minute, we've been trying to get this done for a couple of months, and finally the schedule aligned, the Saints, uh, the Saints winning percentage aligned, where we ain't got to be on here after a loss, we coming on here after a good win, yeah. over the Jets, and going into this, uh, this win over the Falcons coming up, so appreciate you for, uh, you know what I'm saying, you know, showing me love, and let me come on and just talk who that football with a fellow fan. Um, shout out to my other co-host, A Mary Black Butterfly. Shout out to Area Twenty One Podcast. Y'all can check us out at Area the Number Twenty One Podcast. Uh, Area Twenty One Podcast.com. You can follow me at King Friday Four Six on Instagram and Twitter. And um, you know what I'm saying? Just stay tuned for everything that Tan's got coming up with this podcast because it's just growing at a rapid rate. I watch it. You know what I'm saying? I watch the numbers and I see stuff, and this is going in a rapid rate. So shout out to you, shout out to all of the people listening, and um, yeah, shout out to the Saints. Who that? Who that? Yeah, and definitely shout out to A Millie, man. She got the sip and sit, man. And um, Black Butterfly, she got the, uh, what's she called? The Fly, Girl, Fly Girl Fashion, something like that? Yeah. Fly Girl Fashion, she had a website drop. A Millie working on her website blog coming soon. So everybody making big moves, man. Yeah, you got the, um, the herbal landscape, don't anybody you? Else, anybody else getting into this podcast and then, you know what I'm saying, want to reach out, definitely hit me up. Uh, hit up Chance. You know how to get in contact with me, you know what I'm saying? Because one thing, especially uh, with these dope black pods, man, we got to. We gotta stick together, you know what I'm saying? Show each other how to grow and you know what I'm saying, get better at what we do. So yeah. Yeah, and shout out Alabama as well, man. Shout out Alabama. We do we doing a little bit better. We ain't we ain't embarrassed the world. <laughs> yeah, we <laughs> vote. Weeks, yeah, so. I'm proud of them. I'm glad they went out and vote, man. I know some people that I know some people that didn't vote. I ain't gonna call no names, but hey, y'all better stop that. <laughs> All I got to say is I think the total voter turnout was uh like a hundred thousand, I know Goodwill and more than a hundred thousand people in the state of Alabama over eighteen. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, man. But thanks again, man. King Friday, man, for coming on, man. Uh, I appreciate it. Could we end this podcast? It's the last one I'm gonna do for the year, man. Come coming heavy next year. So again, appreciate it, man. Ain't no thing. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for letting me help you close it out for the year. All right, all right, yeah. So everybody, that was episode number twenty-three. I'm gonna end the show with Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara, the Saints duo running back that's killing it right now. Speaking after their victory against the Jets on, on Sunday. So, I'm going to let y'all check that out. It's TNT Sport Podcast, episode number 33. I'll holler at y'all next year. Salute. Man, uh, it's truly a blessing, man. God is good, man. Uh, you know, start off my career, um, you know, something I always wanted to do. And, uh, you know, I just got to thank the Lord, you know, for this opportunity to put me on this platform. And, you know, my teammates, my coaches, anybody who's ever blocked for me, my receivers, fullback, tight ends, um, there's a lot of hands that go into having, um, you know, two seasons like that. So I'm very appreciative um, about my teammates, my coaches, and, you know, God is good. How do you look at a win like this? A little sloppy? Win is a win? Yeah, man, uh, we were a little sloppy, had some turnovers, uh, you know, felt like, uh, you know, but there's room to build, you know. Um, 
we'll, we'll look at this film. We'll get better from it, and uh, got to get ready for another big one next week. Talk about the uh, big screen to open the game. Did you think you scored? Uh, yeah, I thought I scored. Um, I mean, when they were showing it up there, I know it was close, you know, but um, they called it out. So they were saying that they had to challenge it and they couldn't advance it or two, two yards or something. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, I thought I got in, but, uh, you know, it was just a great call. They brought a safety pressure. I just bluffed it. And, you know, Mike, Th Mike Thomas, he made the run happen out there on the end blocking. And uh, I think it was Larry right there downfield blocking her max. And uh, I just tried to uh, make the best of it. Uh, I'm just trying to get there by all costs, trying to get to the end zone by all costs, and, uh, you know, just trying to win my battle so I can uh, get to the touchdown. And you guys were stalling out there offensively. How, how much of a lift did Mike Thomas give you on that drive? Oh, Mike is a beast, man. Uh, he's one of the best receivers in this league by far. Uh, he catches everything, um, making contested catches, uh, run after the catch. He's just an animal. He's a dog, man. And definitely one of the top receivers in this league. He should be um, accoladed like that. Uh, you know, uh, it is what it is, you know, it's football, it's a game we play. Um, back in there this week, did what I had to do, you know, to get back and it felt good to be back out there. Coach said it wasn't like any, any sort of, like, working you back in slowly, it was just kind of the way it worked out. You picked up a little bit more this game than I did. I felt good. Um, <laughs> I don't really got to say, I just felt, I felt good, you know, it was regular regular schedule program. Mark Coach had mentioned, you know, right now you guys are basically in a you know round robin tournament essentially with you know Atlanta and Carolina. You know, maybe today's goal offensively was people just thinking about next week and what you have. Did you feel that way at all? No, no, we're focused on uh, the task at hand and that was the chess. They're uh, a good team. Uh, they've been in all their games and there's no looking over any team in the NFL. All have good players. Um, all professionals, man, and uh, the coaching staff as well. So you can't look over any opponent. And uh, I just think, you know, we had some errors today that we're going to have to clean up. And uh, that's just it. I don't think we looked over them. We were focused on them. And, uh, you know, we'll take we'll, we'll take this 24-hour rule and uh, get ready to go for next week. Third down's been a, been a struggle for you guys. It's you know, been kind of an anomaly in the past years. What do you think needs to be more efficient on third down? Uh, First of all, first and second down efficiency. You know, when you're third and eight, third and seven plus, it's, a little, it's tough, you know. Um, these defenses are good, dropping his own and getting pass rush. So uh, being efficient on first and second down is very important. And uh, just the execution and pass protection, uh, precision of routes, uh, the throws, uh, that's, it, it's, it's a group effort, and we got to continue to work to keep improving. What kind of pride do both of you guys take having the 1,000-yard back in this backfield? Uh, it's, 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 it's big, and then we always push each other. We want to be great, and... Uh, you know, we we, we want to go for everything. Uh, it's a lot of work that goes into it, so to, to have that, you know, it's like a reward for the work we've been putting in. We just got to keep going, you know. Mm -hmm. It's a thousand, but we want, you know, another thousand. Yeah, another for thousand. sure, for so, sure, for sure. You know, we just got to keep it going. I'm proud of him for, you know, being able to do that back-to-back -back years, too. It's a, it's a group effort, you know, the linemen, the receivers, everybody, you know, uh, fullbacks, everything. So, I mean, it's, it's just great to have. Mark, is it somewhat, no, not more special, but just special because of this offense? truly been next man up and they have been answering the call week in week out guy gets injured today. since early in the year you know we've been uh talking about how these guys had to shuffle them on the line of scrimmage i mean you know left guard left tackle right tackle left tackle you know they've been shuffling and it just says a lot about how professional how prof how professional they are and that they uh 
uh, about their talent level too, you know, to be able to go from, you know, left guard to left tackle or, you know, when somebody's out, you've been cold and you come in and uh, able to be effective. It just says a lot about that offensive line. And uh, I wouldn't rather be running behind a group of bunch of guys than them. You know, our fullbacks, tight ends, receivers, everybody does a great job. You are now tuned into TENT Sports Podcast with Terrence Benny. Sports all day, every day. Bring it in now. Let's get it. Get it.